Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Wednesday, December 21st, defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon spoke to the media. Good attention to detail, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, that's in the past, man. Uh, okay, so just recapping the game. Um, you know, thought we did a good job in the in the run game for the most part. Known pass. I thought that uh, we executed the plan uh, for the most part. A couple plays he got out. And, um, you know, I, th- I thought that we played pretty violent. Uh, had the one takeaway, always trying to strive to win the takeaway battle, which they won. So our guys got a little chip on their shoulder about that. But uh, uh, ready to go to Dallas. What led to the decision to have uh, Avante split time and safety? Is that all you, or is it something when he comes to you and, and sort of collaborate? No, that's, we, I mean, we always have, you know, pairs and spares. And if this happens, what if this? We got a bunch of different plans to go about. And head coach, you know, does a really good job. He forces us to talk through those things and be ahead of those things, which is what you want to do. I thought it was a good job by, the, by D. Will and DK to get them caught up. But, you know, the, the nickel position, you know, you guys heard me talk about that's a thinking position in the defense as is safety. And those skill sets really in our system uh, kind of match up. You know, they're very like positions for us. So uh, that's where how we decided to play. And uh, Vante did a really good job with that because, you know, anytime you're playing safety in, in base, there's a lot of mental stuff going on. And then when he's got to slide into to inside and sub, there's a lot of mental stuff going on. So... I thought, you know, he's obviously a very smart player for us. He handled it well, and he played extremely well for us. So I liked where he was at. Again, it was a good job by the DB coaches, and uh, we'll keep moving forward with different ways to deploy people versus different people because of what they do. So uh, um, happy where that was, though. You always talk about Good, good. He's going to get out there today and go. Uh, he's, he's not limited, I don't think. So uh, we'll get him back into the mix and get him going. Let's talk about slot and safety being somewhat mirrored in your defense. Um, is that for everybody, or do you have to have sort of that savviness that that Avante? Yeah, has that's a, that's a good question. Yeah, you you know, there uh, they are mirrored positions, but it is a little bit of different skill set. And typically, when you have a guy that can do that, he usually has a unique skill set. So. You know, all of the, the, the skill set that we're looking for at nickel, a lot of that can translate to safety, you know, hence Chauncey. That's kind of a good example there, right? You know, played slot his whole career, comes and plays safety and plays really well at safety. So, again, it's, it's, it's kind of um, player unique, you know, because I've been around certain guys that probably couldn't slide back and play safety. You know, certain guys can go inside and kick outside to corner. Certain guys can play all three of them, certain guys can go to nickel and then kick back to safety. So we honestly just, you know, took advantage of Avante's skill set with who we had up and deployed them that way. You mentioned the run defense. Uh, the last three weeks have been very good. What, what do you attribute that, that success to? I think consistency of, of being in the right spot, playing blocks the correct way, good pad level. You know, it's always going to come down to technique and winning your one-on-one battles. So, um I think we've been doing a really good job in the run game. We got to continue to do that because this team that we're going down to play, they run it extremely well. 
And, um, you know, that's a big part of the game on first, second down because if you're letting them get six or seven a pop and they're playing a game in second and three all day, it's a, it's a tough way to go on defense. So um, that's, that's got to be at a premium all the time, especially this week with how they're moving the ball down the field. They'll have Dak under center this time. Uh, what, what have you seen from the offense since he's been back in the lineup? What kind of different challenges from the last time? Yeah, they, they stay on schedule. They're very, they can create explosive plays. Uh, they stay ahead of the sticks is what I mean by stay ahead of the schedule, which to me then that's what we talked about to our guys. They're playing on their terms for most of the game, and you don't want to let them play on their terms. They got really good, a really good old line, two good backs, quarterback plays at high level. They got skill guys everywhere. They do a good job on third down to keep the chains moving, and they score points in the red zone. So, you know, this is a this is a big time offense, a big time challenge for us. What are some of the keys to be so successful with stunts up front? Uh, you know, when on pass downs, um, you know, just I think a couple things go into that. You know, one we always look up when we set up. You know, the game plan and known passes match up first. So our people versus their people. And you heard me talk about scheme versus people and scheme versus scheme. I think they got to, you know, our, our front has a pretty good feel for uh, when to use certain tools. Uh, we set it up in a way that we say, hey, here's your tool bucket, and you can apply these tools when this happens. And, they, and you know, we got a smart room. Those guys are smart, and they've played at a high level, and they've played a lot of ball. So uh, I think – and then, you know, using those tools is one thing, but executing those tools is another thing. And – I think what you're seeing is our guys is that's why, you know, when you see sacks and things happen like that, you know, Sweaty makes the sack, Graves set him up, you know, because he, he really made that stunt go, what Grave did to the guard and then what in turn that does to the tackle when Sweaty's looping around there. So we just got to be smart. You don't like to do that too much because um, you can get out of whack at times. But I feel like our guys are, are know when to apply their tools and do a good job executing those tools. And the more that they that they do that, and you know they're they're with each other out there, then they got a good feel for it and know how that the timing of those things hit and how to execute them. And they're doing a really good job with it. JG, twenty nine sacks all last year, you almost doubled that uh, this year. Uh, how much of a priority coming out of last year was obviously you got Reddick, you got BG back, but how much of a priority was? fixing that position or helping that position coming into this year? Yeah, I think, I mean, you know, it's always a priority of ours philosophically to affect the quarterback. And you can do that a lot of different ways. Um, but we came out of last year knowing that, you know, we got to we gotta do a little bit better in this area. And it's, it's not a winning stat to me, but it does, you do want to affect the quarterback. So I think that, you know, the being the second year in a system for those guys, I think that, um, adding some pieces, getting BG back, adding Haas, you know, I mean, you know, it's, it's the players are making a bunch of plays, you know, and, and I think also what goes a little bit people overlook is the back end because rush and cover, cover and rush, that does make a difference. So you saw earlier in the year, the rush is getting to him and the quarterback's throwing the ball before he really wants to throw the ball and we're taking it away. Well, now he's holding it a little bit to see stuff come open, you know, because he doesn't want to throw it without being on time or, or late, and the rush is getting to him. So those things all go hand-to-hand, -hand, just like run defense, pass defense. It's all 11 out there. So um, as, as much as we stay connected and play the right way, you know, guys are going to have individual production because their teammates are doing their job. So, 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 um, the uh, scout team in particular, what stands out about uh, 
Uh, what I love about him from the quarterback position, being a defensive guy, is he, he plays extremely fast. He makes fast decisions. He gets the ball out of his hands. He knows where to go with the ball. He knows how to checkmate you by what coverage you're in. Uh, he's a very smart player, and he's accurate. And um, they, he, he does a good job for us on scouting. We always, if, if you go out on that grass when we go, you know, twos versus ones or twos versus twos or ones versus twos or cards or whatever it is, you got to be on it or he'll make you look silly out there. What's the reasoning? We saw um, Hassan drop into coverage, and I think he almost had interception there and everything. Just what does it say about him just always kind of being around the ball, whether it's dropping the coverage? Yeah, that particular play, that's a hard play for him. Um, he was in the right spot and understood where he had to get to on that particular play. And uh, it was a good job by his coaches because we actually put that play in walkthrough, and, and he did a good job with it. So it was good to always see. You get something. A lot of times it's hard to match up what you get in the game versus what you're calling. And uh, the coaches said, hey, we need this play for Haas to get this in. And, and I wasn't going to put it in. And they, we put it in. And sure enough, he got the play. So, um, you know, he obviously has a very unique skill set like all our overhang players do. And when we ask him to drop a little bit because you need to have him drop a little bit, they need to be in the right spot, which he was in the right spot and almost picked it off. So that was a good play because it set him back behind the chains. Hey, what's, been the, what's, been the, what's, been the, what's been the dangerous a deep weapon as you face? Say it again, Merrill. Is, is C.D. Lamb as dangerous a deep weapon as you'll face? Yeah, he's a good player. I mean, he can. It's it's one of those receivers I always talk about. You know, they can beat you multiple ways, and you know, the more and more you watch of them. Uh, obviously, he's a very good route runner. He's got elite ball skills. He can beat you over the top. He can beat you underneath. But what I, what really impresses me about him, the more and more you watch, is he's very strong at the catch point, and he's actually pretty hard to tackle. You know, he's I don't think he weighs a ton. You know, he's probably around 200 pounds or whatever he is, but he's a very strong player. So we got to do a good job at the catch point because he wins a lot of 50-50 balls. That's why his volume's so you know so high. And, uh, and he creates a lot of yards after catch, yards after contact, because guys don't wrap him up and bring him down. So uh, that's part of his skill set, and our guys are prepped for that. we got to do a good job on it. What does the phrase earn the right to rush the passer? Um, a, what goes into it? And B, how much of an emphasis is that in the meeting? Uh, it's always an emphasis. You know, you, you're always trying to get the offense to know him pass. And, and – a lot of times how teams play us, even when it is known pass, they don't pass the ball or th- give you some different concepts. So our guys, really what that means, Zach, is is we got to do a good job on first and second down to get the game on our terms on either second down or third down. And um, that's really just comes down to alignment, assignment, key technique, and violence and winning your one-on-one. So if we can continue to do that, then hopefully we play the game on our terms. What's been the reasoning for uh, Jordan not playing much of the uh, uh, he's he's getting back into the fold. He's going to continue to play, and um, you know we got to keep getting him. And he's playing some different spots for us now. So I look forward to what we're doing with him this week, and uh, he'll he'll be up and playing. Is it just, just being is it just having Lindell or is you got injury? six guys up. You know what I mean. So sometimes the snap counts. It's it's hard to get everybody a bunch of snaps, but uh, I like that we have six guys up because it keeps that room fresh. We can rotate. Uh, get certain matchups that we want to have, and uh, he's ready to go. Hassan always, uh, always kind of brings up when he talks to you that you you want to listen to the players, and you've told me that before. You, you know, there's different yeah. ways to get things done, different techniques, and you want them to be comfortable. Where's sort of that uh, that line where you, you you want to listen to the players and and 
but you want them to get done what you want done. Yeah, when we when we set up the game plan, it's it's always with our players in mind, um, and then we you know as we sit down with the coaches and hey, here's how we want to defend people, and this is what we want to do, and here's kind of our staples, and here's kind of our bullets, so to speak. And in game, you know, I like to talk to everybody because they're the ones in between the white lines. So if I thought that this stunt was going to be good because we saw a week, this is how a guy was setting. Well, they could be setting different because we have who because who we have out there. So and I don't I can't really feel that in real time. You know, the players can feel that real time. So we always check in with our players and. You know, we decide how we want to do things, and and I always listen to the players because they're the ones playing, and they ultimately make it go. It's not the it's not the call that comes out of my mouth. It's the eleven out there playing. So um, they've been doing a good job with that, and I appreciate their feedback because it does help me in game. You, you made that decision to, to switch the rooms with you know, Jeremiah's own room, those edge guys. Have you seen that? Have you seen the difference with that in the course of the season that has played out? Yeah, I think, you know, and they meet together a lot too. That's that's kind of, you know, that front meets separately at times and meet together just like the back end does. But um, I think that, you know, time on task with your own, you know, the, the more I'm going to butcher this word because we always laugh about it when I say it, specificity. The more that you have of that, typically the better, you know. And I, and I related to when I was a DB coach, it's like, you know, you're coaching all five on a certain play, but if you could only coach two, you know, the detail that you can get in is a little bit more when time is a constraint. So um, I, I like where that, that we, we did that. Uh, that was really the head coach. That was a really good adjustment by the head coach moving into this year. And you can see, you know, those, both of those rooms collectively and individually are playing at a high level. So uh, kudos to the head coach and kudos to the coaches. There's been a lot of talk about complimentary football this season with the offense picking up defense and vice versa. With the uncertainty at quarterback for Sunday, for Saturday, do you guys feel that you guys have to basically do a little, a little bit more than what you guys normally do? No, that's a good question. We, we always try to do enough on our end to put our team in position to win the game. And, you know, obviously when we sit down with the head coach and Shane and Clay, you know, we talk about how the game's going to go, and if you know if it gets a little off script, this is what we're going to have to do, or whatever the case may be. But I'm always concerned about playing good defense, no matter who's out there for us. I'm, you know, good, clean, physical football, and keeping the score down. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.